News, 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 news. Welcome to the news. Oh, Jesus. Is that a good uh, theme song? Yeah, no. I like it. Get For your the... news here. <laughs> hot news. Hey there, get your news. I'm a newsie. On Grave the side Talk of the has hot takes. Check it out. Yeah. Did you ever see Newsy, the musical? I th- saw parts With of it. Bugsy Malone? Yeah, I no, guess. Okay. I don't know. With Warren Beatty? Uh, no, no, it's Warren got Warren Christian. Tracy. He's in Dick Tracy. Uh, Christian okay. Slater, Christian Bale. Christian yeah, Bale's Christian in Bale. it. Dude, um, yeah. Dick Tracy has like a million fucking famous actors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That movie is fucking trash beyond belief. Garbage. Oh, like Dustin the- Hoffman, Al Pacino, Warren Beatty, Madonna, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, others, Mandy Patinkin, <laughs> and more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very colorful. I like that. Yes. Well, there's not any Dick Tracy news to talk about, unfortunately. But there's a lot of dick to talk about, so oh. let's get into it. Well, that's a different podcast. <laughs> Grave Talk own. After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> you guys been watching The Last of Us at all? That video game adaptation that's on HBO's? See, the thing about that is I didn't have to because I played The Last of Us. It's true. I played it as well. Uh, I tried to play it and then tried to play it. Uh-huh. I tried to play it. You played yourself. Uh, and then stopped. Well, it's very cinematic. It is very movie-like in its own right. But I did decide to check it out because I like Pedro Pascal. Yeah, he's good. Oh, yeah, he's rad. He's good in almost anything. Um, Grave talk stamp of approval. Was he in um, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent? Was yes. that the same dude? Okay. With uh, Nick Cage? Nick Cage, yeah. yeah. He was phenomenal in that. <laughs> this is a pretty good, faithful adaptation so far. I watched the first two episodes. I think it's worthwhile. If you haven't played the games, then you should check it out. I know we kind of burn out on zombies just in general, yeah. but we're doing the fungal zombie thing. But the in clickers this. are very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very good design. They put a lot of money into it. It's not some cheap production. So, Who plays Ellie? Is that the girl from Game of Thrones? The like little badass chick who's like, you have my axe. Yes, it's, that's her. Oh, dude, she's rad as hell. Bella Ramsey. Bella Ramsey. Yes. It was announced that it's already been renewed for the second season. So, Which didn't they say it was going to like follow the second game? I, they'll get there eventually, but I think the first two seasons is going to be game one. Game one. Okay. Yeah. Check that out if you haven't seen it. I recommend it. Even even though I played the games and I know the story, I'm still enjoying it. That's one recommendation from the Grave Talk That's right. All right. That's HB. Do watch this show. <laughs> and it also starts out in Austin, so that's fun seeing our town on screen. Nice. You know, so does it doesn't game, often. Which True. was like, I was like, oh, hey, there we go. What else we got coming out today? Today? Today, today. of Th- all days. This episode well, came out today, so we contacted Hollywood <laughs> and told them to hold all news until we were ready to record. That's right. Uh, it was announced that Violent Night is getting a sequel. Yes, I saw that. Did you I, guys watch that one? I did. Not yet. It's fun. It was yeah. a lot of fun. I hope David this- Harbour did really good as Santa Claus. I hope the sequel is called Violent or Deadlier Night. No, Violent Night. Night harder, oh, okay. <laughs> Something like you got to go with the die hard stuff. Oh, too violent, too night. Oh, there's there a you lot go. of oh, I like that. Yeah. But it's T O night, <laughs> so perfect. Yeah, get at me, Hollywood. I'm telling you. Ooh, make it a prequel and call it "Twas the Night Before the Violent Night." Deadly oh, night. so many options. Is. Yeah, that's a very long title, but yeah, we can workshop know. it. We get there. Look, long titles are in right now. That's true. What would you think of the first one? I enjoyed it for uh, just a slapdash, fun, violent um, action movie. Uh, they really kind of like led it up to be like a little bit deeper than it was. Plot was very simple. Love seeing John Leguizamo and stuff, though. Dude, so. 2022 is the year of the Leguizamo. Yes. He was I think everywhere. I said that before, but yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, I'm, I'm so glad he's got some, he's got some come up. I didn't back. know he was in this movie or I would have been there day one. Uh, really? Yeah, I fucking love John Leguizamo. Oh, yeah, no, he's like the main bad guy, dude. Yeah, man. Back when I was growing up, he was like the only famous Puerto Rican. So we were like, hell yeah, Well, man. what about Rosie Perez? Uh, Mookie, come on, man! I, Rosie, yeah, Pre- I was dude, more of a white man can't jump. You yeah. see her topless, bro. You, yeah, I get. Trust me, 
that I get voice, it. that but attitude, that dance she does in front of Do the Right Thing. His stand up, his very first stand up from the mid 90s, I think introduced me to like the universe. Oh, Leguizamo's stand, stand up was actually great. So funny. If you haven't checked so. it out, check him out. Is that the one where it looked like a playground or like a. Like a recess area at a school or something. Yeah, like that. I think it was part of it because it's like a bi- biographical yeah, stand up. Okay, yeah, uh, it was called Freak or whatever. Freaks. He was also like in the menu. You should watch the menu. Yes. Oh, he, he is, the menu. this is his year. It's but his year. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Nobody's telling me. <laughs> I believe me. Mark literally just said I this. I got to follow him on Twitter or something. Yeah, or just watch trailers. That's what we do. The thing is... There's a Liguizamo <laughs> sized hole in your heart, John, and we're here to fill it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. I love it. Well, to uh, the shape of Puerto Rico. Yeah, amen. <laughs> to get back to Violent Night, um, it is a very bloody movie mixed with the magic of Christmas, and I thought they got that blend. They did it very well. They said that there's some stuff they left at the Norse Pole. Norse? Norse Pole. <laughs> North Pole. For Valhalla. So they're, they have some more ideas that they want to do with Ms. Claus, the elves, etc. So... Um, I'm excited to see what they can do with it. They proved it with the first one, and uh, hopefully the sequel does just as good. Honestly, I hope the sequel does great, but I would also love for David Harbour to have a hard time finding work. So someone goes, you know, we should really do dust off that Hellboy franchise again. I don't know if they will. (laughs) God, I wish they would. Other than like a really messy ending, that was one of the best Hellboy movies ever. It, It really captured the feel of the books. Really did. I think you might be the only person that says that. There's yeah. possibly yeah. that is the case. Uh, how about another entry in the Quiet Place universe? Is that Wait interesting a minute. at all? Are there like three? There's two. 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 Okay. I never saw the second one because I didn't need to. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a fair point. That's how I feel about the third one. I have yet to see the second one. Was I the second the first one a prequel one was good, or was it a? The third one is going to be a prequel. It's called oh. A Quiet Place Day One, and it, they've got Alex Wolf. <laughs> it's called A Quiet Place. Shh. Oh, there we talk. <laughs> that's yeah. a better title. Uh, Alex Wolf from Hereditary is going to be in it. He's the kid that played Peter. Okay, I, I, we saw the, how it all started. Has the role of John Krasinski. <laughs> right. <laughs> they recasting him in the first one. We saw how it all started. Uh, that you know she was driving, and then she had to go in reverse for like fifteen miles. So. I thought that was that Bird happened? Box. Yeah, what are you talking about? Oh, is that Bird Box? That's yeah, Bird man, Box, bro. Oh, oh, man. Quiet Place is the one where they can't talk. Yeah, I know. I know that. But we saw the initial attack on a town. I'm telling you, we did. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a... No, that was in Bird Box also. We saw the, the oh, flashback. Is it, is it possible there's flashbacks in multiple movies? Yes, there's a yes, flashback scene. There is a scene, scene. where you yes. kind of see some of that, yes. Uh, now, what I want... In Quiet Place 1, I think. Yes, in the yeah. first one, because I've never seen the second one. I hope the fir- the prequel explains why they didn't discover loud noises. That's what I hope. Mm. Yeah, so we'll get there, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I would so die in those movies. I cannot shut up. Oh, same. <laughs> oh, loud yeah. and clumsy. I'd be dead ASAP. <laughs> Garrett dies first, John dies second. <laughs> yeah. Well, or John simultaneously. John at the same time talking yeah. to each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. Um, also starring Lupita Nyong'o. I'm glad she's, oh, cool. I love oh, her. Sweet. She's great in everything I she's in. So Probably will watch it now because she's awesome. Yeah, and Joseph Quinn of Stranger Things will also be in that. I just JQ? learned about him five minutes ago, so. What else we got, Mark? What Speak- else has been popping on the horror universe? Uh, speaking of trailers, throwback to two minutes ago, uh, there's a Scream 6 trailer out. Right, we just, one. I just watched the Scream 6 trailer, and yeah. it's called Scream 6, Ghostface Takes Manhattan, I think yes. is what it's called. Uh, is that it's, really? No. No. Okay, <laughs> I was like, wow, do they really have a subtitle for it? It's, it's actually on a boat the whole time, though, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it's going to be better than Jason It's Leo 8. DiCaprio's yacht. <laughs> oh, be great. Will this be better than Jason 8? Uh, yes. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Pretty hard to <laughs> be worse than Jason 8. That's a low bar. There's probably more New York in this movie, too, I suspect. Yeah. What did you think of the trailer? Uh, I have some questions, but I guess that's what a trailer's for, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I liked it, uh, but also, I don't know. I wasn't like that hot on Scream 5, so. Same. 
We'll see how this is. Yeah, Scream Fight was not my jam, but I don't know. I mean, they they definitely seem like they're just completely like taking the the formula, throwing it out the window, and going with something unique. I mean, the trailers keep them like this isn't your daddy's ghost face, and it's like, all right, we get it. You're trying to reinvent this whole situation. But I wish they said that this ain't your daddy's <laughs> that ghost would be face. The best. <laughs> I'd be there day one. But, I, w- um, I wonder if he's actually going to be a ghost this time. Wouldn't that be cool? Because he does some crazy shit in the yeah, trailer. Yeah, you were asking, is he paranormal? Yeah, because like trailer. he dodges that shotgun blast somehow. Miraculous miraculously fast true and every single ghost face has been somebody else right yeah it's never been the same villain yes true yeah yeah you're right it's been new okay. this trailer shows them uh being terrorized in a gas station our characters from movie five mm-hmm. um i don't remember that character's name the gal who plays wednesday yeah and then it also shows Ghostface terrorizing courtney cox so we know she's back do you think she's going to survive this movie or is this no. going to be the end of gail she's out yeah, I think uh, taking bets. She's gone. We got to yeah. have a major kill. We got to have a character we all love already and endeared to, and it's got to be someone we know. Do you think Ghostface is Dewey? Oh shit, that would be the twist, bro. <laughs> if if you called that, that would be awesome. They bring him back just so they could kill him again. Yep, <laughs> we're gonna do that one, right? I think we'll probably yeah, watch we're, that. We're one. gonna go to the theater and watch that one. So okay, expect we'll, an episode on that. We'll see if old Ghostface can win us back over. Yeah, throw me, Ghostface. Yeah, there we go. Dude, now we're talking. Like we said, if you put uh, that Tom Atkins yeah, in yeah. every movie, yeah, it's instantly better. Absolutely. This movie also involves a phone, which How is great. How the fuck has Alamo Drafthouse not gotten him to do like a fucking like intro to their movies? Like, thrill me, Drafthouse, you yeah. know, like whatever. I'm ready for a marathon. I want an Atkins oh, marathon. Oh, dude. an Atkinsathon. Tom Atkins can get it. That dude fucks, Hell man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely. Probably more in the 80s he probably, than now. He but definitely no. used to. <laughs> Even yeah. now, I bet he's got people just throwing themselves at his feet. Just be yeah. like, oh, Tommy. I bet he doesn't like people call him Tommy either. Anyway, let's stop talking about Tom Atkins. <laughs> what do you guys think of Robert Eggers' movies? He's the fellow that did The Vich. He mm. did Lighthouse. Mm. He did... I think he's an amazing artiste that does not make movies that are for me. Well, I was going to say, we haven't done one of his movies on this podcast yet. Because The Witch is boring as fuck, The Witch is so fucking boring. That goat's the best part. <laughs> Black uh, Phillip? Yes. He's the fucking <laughs> MVP of that movie. Absolutely carries that shit on his horns. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see The Lighthouse, but I know you liked Lighthouse it. Lighthouse was good, actually. I loved it. Yeah, The Northman. Uh, fucking uh, rad. Awesome. It, it was long, but man, it so was cool. So long. I, Again, the it point was at just, the end. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a bit long, but man, that was a good film. Yeah. It has Skarsgård in it, right? That was yeah. A, dude, anything with a yeah. Skarsgård, too. As a Skarsgård production. Well, speaking of which, his next movie, he's remaking Nosferatu, and Bill Skarsgård is going to be Count Olaf. Oh. There we go. He's the fellow that did Pennywise. Oh, yeah. Yes. And he's also cast Willem Dafoe, who was mm. in The Lighthouse, and oh, he was amazing. He's, he's Nosferatu. Bill Skarsgård is going to be oh. Count, Count Olaf slash Nosferatu. Oh. Yeah. How are you not going to put fucking... I mean, okay, oh, all right. sharing all right. a role, and when he becomes... Before those, and after? Yeah, like a okay. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde situation. All so right. you, you got a, uh, an actor who's been Green Goblin <laughs> and a guy who's been a clown. Yeah. And you think the Goblin should be Nosferatu. I think. Yes. I think. Yeah. Honestly, I just love also the energy that he brings to roles. Defoe just has this, like, just kind of, like, just subdued high energy, I think would be really interesting to see with a Nosferatu. But... If it's a Skarsgård, man, that dude, that dude's face alone has proven to us that he can pull he's, that off in Pennywise. Yeah, it's well, going to be good. Looking forward to it. I suspect this will have very long, beautiful shots where nothing happens. Of course. <laughs> That's his M.O., man. Yeah, so. <laughs> Look forward to that. That's Dig art, it. baby. And finally, uh, we'll wrap this news pile with the biggest news of the week. 
bloody disgusting had an exclusive that says that Sean Cunningham is developing the Friday the 13th movie reboot, a house reboot, and The Night Driver. Who the fuck is Sean Cunningham? He's the man that directed the first Friday the 13th and House. Yeah, he's the and one. And Jason goes to hell. He, he, he's the one that started yeah. that whole path. All right, you know what? He's, he's got a long road to prove to me that he can do this right. Agreed. Yeah. Classics respect all the way to the end, but man, I mean, you go back and look at these films. Uh, you know, times have changed. Isn't he the reason we haven't had any new Jason in a Part, long time? Partially, partially. Yeah. there's been rights. Him and the writer Victor Miller yeah. um, were battling over the rights for a long time. Pathetic. And out of this, now we have the prequel television show going to Peacock that's uh, being helmed by Victor Miller. Peacock. Yeah. And now, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I just had to. Okay, Beavis. <laughs> uh, you know what though? I'll, I'm gonna uh, apparently because it's my thing now. Every episode to talk about wrestling. They had the Royal Rumble yesterday, and the commenter goes, "Yo, for those of you watching on the cock." And that was the best thing that happened the whole fucking show. <laughs> That's what everybody should refer to it as now. Also, yes. I love that our fans, when they talk to us via messages, are like, which one of you is the one that's into wrestling? Yeah. It's like, oh, that's John. Yeah, that's me. I watch it on the cuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're, they're making a prequel television show, which I'm not interested in at all. And now they're rebooting the whole franchise again. We just had a reboot 10 years ago, and I don't think anybody needs a reboot Stop of Jason. rebooting. Just tell me a fucking story with a hockey mask killer. Yeah. I feel like if you take think, it for red, it's Spider-Man. Yeah. If they just started with Jason killing people, no one would be like, I wonder how he became a murderer. Where did that mask come you from? It'd be great if they reboot the Jason franchise and Freddy comes like, I'm Freddy Krueger. You may know Jason from. Yeah, it'd be amazing. From taking Manhattan or returning, <laughs> going to hell. They're going to overthink this thing. They're going to mm-hmm. waste a lot of time on screen doing an origin. We don't need it. Just get to the will. killing, man. I don't have to waste an origin. I bet they'll actually try to put some backstory of like, what's he been up to? Don't care, but he's yeah, been up to. got kicked out of community college. I mean, whatever. Like, there's a real serious Jason Cannon, but uh, we know that he died. They closed the park. They tried to reopen it. Nobody came, and then they reopened it, and Jason won. So we know what happened. But let's also just be happy that we're actually getting more Jason films. If know? he's even in it, though, like the prequel, is he really going to be he in can't that? Be. Yes. Yes, he will be. I know, but how? How? He's going to be 12? Movie magic, John. <laughs> Movie magic. What about House? I mean, you like House more I than me, John. Did. I think it's terrible. Yeah, I liked House, but uh, mostly because of the... Give me them scoop V-necks. Uh, that was the one with the, the grandpa, right? No, that's House no. 2. House 2, the that's second story? Two. Okay. With the cowboy, the cowboy uh, okay. Yes, grandpa. the second story. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you've got to give it up, man. That's that was incredible. a great subtitle, yes. Uh, the thing is, though, I don't think anyone wants to see those movies again, so... I can only think they can go up. Because the first one was such a product of its time. It had some great practical effects. It had some cool visuals at the end. Granted, for the first hour, nothing. But honestly, knowing what they know now about filmmaking and stuff like that and having time to like, you know, just kind of reflect and stuff, I think they're going to make a tighter, better House film. So I think House is actually going to be one of the ones that will actually like really benefit from having a modern day remake. Here's what I wonder and why I don't have a lot of interest in any of this. Sean came up with these products 40 years ago. And in the last 40 years, he's basically just been suing. And now he's like, you know what? 
I have no new ideas. Let's just do those again. Now that I got these rights back. So like, all right, this guy's obviously creatively bankrupt. Maybe he'll throw wow. me, but if you, if your best idea is to sue to stop other people and then just remake what you already made, I think you got no ideas. I think that's a bit of a challenge for any creator because, you know, you have that sense of ownership, that sense of like birth that you give to these products and to like have that go somewhere else. I agree with you in theory. Like, yes, it's hard to see all these things being remade and making tons of money and yada, yada, yada. But at the same time, it's like, you know what? Sure. Then if, if you're, if you're a savant, go make something new. Yeah, man. Go rock something that's going to blow our, our socks off Wes now. Wes Craven was out there doing all kinds of crazy shit, so... This bloody disgusting article says that it's going to show the birth of the haunted house. The and birth it, of the haunted house. And it's going to be a... Push, com- honey! Push! <laughs> if you and want this neighborhood to be... <laughs> and they plan on it being a comedy horror like the original. I mean, that part's cool, but don't care about the birth. Stop with these origin stories. That's one of the things that, I mean, mean, as someone who creates shit, I I know how this goes. I've seen people do it, but yeah, who gives a fuck, man? You could go back and listen to our episodes on House and House 2, and I bet we never went, I wonder how this house was born. (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't. We also didn't talk about House 2. We should have, because that was the better one. (laughs) Why did I watch it then? Because it was good. Probably because you told me it was better. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think one of the last franchises that actually did the whole like origin story well was Insidious. Because they linked it up to like so much stuff that was happening like in the other movies in real time, like that was really rad. Insidious three, Insidious four. I don't remember which one it is. Yeah, Paranormal but, Activity did it first though. Fuck Paranormal Activity. Yeah, Katie pops up. A lot of crossovers. Try making a timeline of that movie. Look, ever since Tokyo Nights, I have no <laughs> idea what's going on with anything. <laughs> I think they're working on another one of those too. Uh, yes, they Oof. they are. Uh, as long as there's money. There's a good documentary. As long as there's on, a handy cam out there somewhere, yeah, a Paranormal right. Activity film will be made. <laughs> on Paramount, there's a good documentary on the making of the Paranormal Activity films. And really? Yeah, it was actually really interesting. Okay, I would actually be interested in that. Yeah, I'd recommend that. Okay, right on. I'll check it out. <laughs> Narrated by Mika. Well, did you want to talk about the Children of the Corn, John? Uh, I was just going to let it slide, but yeah, they're making a cock remake. <laughs> CLC. Is it, is it going straight to the cock? Uh, <laughs> I thought you said cock ring at first, and I was like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> So, yes, turns out they're making a Children of the Corn remake. No, it's a Shudder production here in RLGE Films. Mm. Okay. Rilge? Rilge. <laughs> That's what I assume they say. Uh, it'll be coming out in March, but everyone calm down because it's not really a remake. It's just a new film. I like, uh, I like that you had to calm everybody <laughs> calm down. down. <laughs> oh, these people are getting up in arms over this corn movie. <laughs> I know. Well, everyone's like, oh, They haven't sh- even heard the episode yet and then are already up in arms. <laughs> no, He's just anticipating. I know. People are going to be like, Children of the Corn? What? You mean that movie that uh, came out? 50 years ago? Not it's really. It's gone like 13 really bad sequels. Oh, dude, they Why do really they keep many? making those, dude? There's that could so go on a worse than show then. Yes. Oh, easily. It could go on a worse than show twice. <laughs> uh, they made like a Hellraiser number of Children of the Corn movies. Uh, so the plot here, I'll, I'll give a quick synopsis from Fangoria. Children of the Corn follows a 12-year-old girl in Nebraska who is possessed by a spirit in a dying cornfield. She recruits other children in her small town to go on a bloody rampage and kill all the adults and anyone who opposes her. A bright high schooler who won't go along with the plan is a town's only hope of survival. So basically, it seems like the corn happens in the beginning and then it's like a high school drama film. So, you know, Hmm. that seems like it's going to be bad. You don't seem enthused. I'm not. Well, here's the thing. The first one isn't great to begin with. I don't know if y'all have seen Children of the Corn recently. It's been forever. Uh, they're not building on a cinematic masterpiece. There <laughs> are 11 in the franchise. Wow. Two of them being remakes. <laughs> Watch out, Amityville. We got a new <laughs> contender in town. So with this one, yeah, there's a whole dozen of them. 
Children of the Corn 666 is the sixth one in the franchise. I just wanted to Oh, I like that. that. Clever. All right. Well, that's going to wrap the news pile. Anything else you want to end on? I feel piled on. All that Leguizamo talk just got you piled. Hell yeah, man. I'm going to need a nap. (laughs) Pile it up. All right. Thanks for joining us on the news pile. We'll see you next time.